Welcome to a brand new episode of Towelay Talk. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And we are in episode 207, man. Oh, oh my gosh. Where does the time go? I don't know. This year has gone by brutally fast, actually. (laughs) So episode 207, um, before we get into things, uh, we've had a couple of uh, acting legends uh, pass away uh, recently. So Ed Asner, um, man, the dude was 91, I think. So he's been in so many projects. Most recently, you know, he was in Up. Um, and lended his voice to that, which is really great. But I mean, isn't he the dad in Cobra Kai? I think he is, right? Johnny Lawrence's dad. Is he? I didn't I even th- notice that. I think he is. Yeah. Check that out. <laughs> um, really yeah, he, he is. Always, he is. He's yep. always been my granny goodness, which was always something I, exactly. I laughed about. It was just like, who's, whose voice is that? Oh my gosh, it's Ed Esner. So, yeah. So. Okay. Terrific, terrific actor. And then just yesterday at the time of our recording, uh, Michael K. Williams from The Wire, from um, he was just on uh, Lovecraft Country. Uh, He just passed away as well. So just horrible. Let's um, take a moment, you know, just pay respect. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a loss both of those guys um so let's try to get back on track to some good news though chris what have you been geeking out on lately all right so my video game world i've went back to the past to valhalla so i've returned to assassin's (laughs) creed yeah uh i had beaten like the first quarter of far cry 5 so i wanted to take a break so I'd been playing those games so much. <laughs> and I have to I have to actually play the DLC I paid for on Assassin's Creed. So I just played the um the Ireland DLC. It took me we were just talking about how long it takes to play video games lately. It was like it took me 25 hours plus for this. Jeez. I still have a little bit more to go, but it's mm-hmm. an excellent DLC. It's one of the best ones I've played in terms of giving you a lot of t- like a f- basically a full mini game. Yeah. Giving a lot of stuff that you normally do in the game, adding new things, giving a really good story um, and things like that. So that was a, that was really a lot of fun to just get back to playing that game and get, getting new armor sets and and whatnot. And uh, and we'll talk about it. But I went to see Shang Chi over the weekend and it was awesome. I think it's pronounced Sean. Shang <laughs> Chi. No, like... I know. Yeah, your name is Sean, <laughs> and your dad couldn't find you for that many years. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you know, we'll we'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, same. Um, the other thing is, like, I bought an Xbox. Oh yeah. I don't think I've ever owned an Xbox before, and this was the first time, you know, not borrowing one or something like that, um, or playing it at a friend's house. And I have to say, so far. I really enjoy it. Granted, I haven't gotten I have to play a game that's like meant for the Series X because right now I'm just yeah. obsessed with uh, Forza Horizon 4 and it, it's going to be an instant buy for Horizon <laughs> 5. <laughs> I love those kind of racing games. It's like great my bread and butter, but the game looks beautiful. They've done an upgrade to it, so it already looks great. But the other thing is, is like I was looking at game pass compared to uh playstation now like the Mm -hmm. titles and i guess like for me because you and i are such hardcore playstation people i was like "Eh, 
like I already own all of the games that are PlayStation exclusive. So it wasn't like a that. And then everything else is like just like eh, I don't really care about lemmings or something like like they just they really pack it full of just garbage titles and whereas the xbox i immediately i mean skate 3 was the first thing i downloaded and then i was like oh shit you have all the elder scrolls you have blah 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 it it was just like it's bonkers how many that desperados game that you and i wanted to play it's on there (laughs) it's like man there's more titles i want see that's the thing is like playstation the only reason it could be good is that if you want to go back and play games that aren't backwards compatible unlike what yes. xbox does yeah i mean if you want to go back and play lego batman 2 you could do that but yeah that's the only way uh which is which has always been annoying as actually it's PlayStation not there fan. though only three it's not is. there i did look i was oh. like oh what's lego batman in there <laughs> the last time i looked uh, yeah. when i actually had the right, I tried right. the yeah. uh, subscription so right. it was just i don't know those kind of things for me it's like with with ps plus and more i've never really thought ps now was worth it because of that reason too because of all the games that we do get for free and they seem to cross over or we bought them um but like xbox is a brand new world for you so that's that's good i think that that's the one thing that xbox always will have up on them is that they're always going to keep giving you more and more stuff to try to get you buy an xbox yeah and game pass if you get the ultimate edition includes xbox live so right at the end of the day, because I was like, oh, the math, it's more money. And then I was like, actually, no, it's not because I'm paying for one service as opposed to two separate ones. Yeah. And one of them I'm not even going to use. So that right there is what kind of clinched it is for that. You know, maybe later on I'll give a review of like uh, what an actual Xbox game is going to be like. But um, yeah. in the meantime, let's get on to Marvel news. Uh, first thing up, Shang-Chi had a huge holiday weekend. Actually, the biggest uh, Labor Day weekend shattered records, even in the middle of pandemic. I think it was 90 million domestic and it hasn't even opened up in China yet. Uh, so, though, this is interesting. I was reading today. Chinese people apparently don't give a shit about this movie because it's catered towards Chinese Americans and not mm-hmm. just Chinese. And mm-hmm. the girl, his sister, uh, she was in a movie recently and people hated it because they thought she was not an attractive enough leading lady. Huh. So it, it bombed. So they were like, yeah, it hasn't opened up in China, but they don't know how big the numbers are actually going to be over there yet. Yeah, a lot of pop- a lot of people have also have problems with Aquafina for some reason. I've been reading. Oh yeah, um, yeah. which is just I, I whatever you want to not you want to just hold a, like Chinese American culture against this movie, whatever. People in China are still going to see it. It's going to make a lot of money. It made the money here during the pandemic, which is yeah. all that's really important to us. You know what I mean? Um, it's, I mean, what was the last movie that held this? Labor? It was like a Rob Zombie movie, which is really strange to me that. That's the last movie that held the record for Labor Day weekend. I look, Usually like, Labor Day weekend is dead. Nothing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, nobody, it's they're a, gone, it's a right? dead People zone for movies. Yeah, because most people <laughs> aren't around and they're hanging out and they're barbecuing, etc. And I think the pandemic, if anything, has said, like, we want to still go to the movies. You know what I mean? We miss the movies. And, you know, I sent you that, you know, when the when the amount of money dropped, I was like, what does it say about Disney plus now? Like, will we even, I don't know. Like this was a good barometer to say, like what's a movie going to do without having that extra amount of money come in? Like, is this them saying, well, shit, we don't have to offer it anymore. 
Well, I mean, if you're going to put it on Disney Plus and do the HBO Max thing for people, that's one thing. But if you're still going to charge that premiere price, you're making money off the movie, which is smart. Yeah. I went to the theater and I didn't really I don't know about it anymore, honestly, especially in a highly populated area that I live in. I was just like almost punching people in the face because like they weren't wearing a mask and then they walk in front of a family with a mask off and shit like that. And I'm just, and I, I don't have that kind of like self-control sometimes not to keep my mouth shut. So I don't, I don't feel like people are responsible enough to be out in public yet. I'm not even going to PowerCon next weekend because of the, all of this and how it's kind of been like a downward spiral of, of COVID. So I'm glad that this movie did well. But we've been yeah. talking about it. We're not in the fall yet. And the, I, I, I'm I, scared because I want to go to see Internals. I want to go see Dune in theaters. Like these movies are meant to be seen. I had a great time. And I, I don't regret seeing the movies on the big screen. And I'm like with Black Widow, I feel like it would have been a much better experience. Even though it was a blah, blah, blah movie for me. It would have been better on the big screen. Um, yeah, I it's, agree. it's just... Where you are, a little bit less population, better COVID numbers. Where I am, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of, it's it's scary. I am extremely happy it made this much money. Um, on the positive yeah. side, there's a lot of reports about um, all these issues with Asian uh, American violence in this, in this country uh, against Asian Americans and stuff. And this push for this movie is such a, is, is such a good thing. Uh, a lot of Asian groups are buying out theaters and support. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just... It's really neat, especially living out here where it's basically the gateway to Eastern Asia um, and so much, so much cultural influence and stuff like that. It's um, yeah, I think it's great. It's a brand new. It's a great move in a new direction for the Marvel Universe and a hero that we haven't really ex experienced because we are shortchanged by a shitty Iron Fist TV show. So Yeah, I watched, um, you know, his history like son of Fu Manchu and all this stuff. And they completely changed all that yeah. in a better way. But I was just like, Absolutely. wow, you guys, I mean, cause his story was really basically Danny Rand, but yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they did, a, they did a much better Marvelized Marvel MCU version of it. So definitely enjoyed it. Um, and but then the only other, what, Oh, one other on, thing say. though, it, that villain is one of the best villains we've gotten in the Marvel universe yet. One of the most down easily just motivations yeah it's always what i say about villains if you have a villain who's walks that line between good and bad almost and you and you feel for him or yep. her and you can really relate to that it's just they deliver that perfectly and that's something that marvel had been kind of lacking for the most part uh they had some great villains of course but nothing where i felt attached and i wanted i really felt for the villain you know so great great job on all around in this movie so yeah please continue <laughs> no 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 i i agree he he was a he was a fantastic villain so um and then the only other marvel news venom 2 it's got a 10-1 release so it actually got moved up two weeks yeah. and then it's going to be pg-13 um which for this movie it doesn't surprise me they need to make their money and yeah. in my opinion with this birds of prey do it <laughs> you know what i mean like do it 30 minutes or sorry do it pg-13 and then if you have to do uh unrated director's cut on video then just do that you know what i mean if you have other extra gore give it yeah. to the people but like make your money because otherwise no venom's not gonna make enough it's just not and like birds of prey got you know screwed over because of that i think but anyway yeah i mean you can 
the Suicide Squad is a different story, I think, with the pandemic. Birds of Prey was an yeah. early pandemic, right? Um, no, it was February. So no. nobody, we weren't even thinking about it at that point. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, Venom 1 was a pleasant surprise, honestly. Uh, they did a decent job with that movie. I liked it enough um, mm-hmm. that I've watched it multiple times. So whatever. You're right. It's just in this in this in this world if these movies don't make the money we're not getting more so do the do the do the general audience release and then put it on the director's cut i i wish that sometimes if it was like warranted like a a second release for a director's cut like maybe six months down the road or whatever that would be fun to bring it back to theaters if the movie did well enough the first time around well enough right exactly so i think that hollywood needs to look at new strategies uh and you know, you know, I it's just the same thing about whether you should go to the theater or not. So that's that's a that should be a show yeah. on its own. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's going on on the uh, other side of the pond? Well, Aquaman swimming around that pond in his new costume. Uh, we got to mm-hmm. look at Aquaman two. Is very different from his uh, gold and green. So we got to look. It's very it reminds me of. I, I, do believe he had like a blue and black costume at one time in the comics i'm not really sure when it was but i do believe they pulled that from the comics from a certain extent but the picture i really liked was the castaway orm look with his huge beard and stuff that james yeah. Bond showed off so. that was great yeah and then what was this his stealth suit um it, yeah. stealth <laughs> suit which you know whatever it's that kind of stuff to me is just toys and that's fine because you and i buy toys so it's like did you need it did did we need a night monkey outfit for for spider-man no but it's cool and i'll buy the toy so um yeah like you said orm that's interesting uh you know i like to see what where that's gonna go in general so should be uh should be interesting i don't know why people a lot of people didn't like that movie <laughs> i love that movie and I love his arm. I think it it's made just, a ton of money. So it's, it's you know, fun, people you know? can say whatever they want. It made money. <laughs> exactly. And it has a yeah. sequel coming. So my man, that's it. Um, after uh, everybody loved just Elba's blood sport, it looks like he may be getting a spinoff of some sort. And it looks like it may be on HBO Max, where it seems the DC universe is going to be growing and growing. So I honestly, I liked his character. Does it warrant TV movie or TV series? I don't know. I don't know which one would do best. Not like he's not used to being on TV or anything or the big screen. So, yep, this guy, uh, I whatever. More more of these characters, the better. That's all I'm gonna say. And also, I think just total aside thing. I think that Malignant movie comes out soon, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Is it even like this weekend? I don't know. But September tenth. It, it is. Yeah. 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 So, guys, Malignant comes out. <laughs> I just that's sorry, on I both, right? One. Huh? That's on HBO Max that's and on in both. theaters. Yeah. Yes. So oh. that one, I absolutely, I didn't even get to watch. I didn't even get to watch Conjuring Three. So, oh, I you didn't? Won. No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I yeah, watch it when it comes back. It, that's what I like. It's there, and then it'll come back. What, yeah. in Three months or so. So. Yeah, I'm excited. Yep. Um. Another Neil Gaiman uh, property is going to be turned into a, a TV show. There, uh, let's see. It looks like Dead Boy Detectives. A pilot has been ordered, and that will be by 
Steve Yaki as writer and uh, executive producer who did Supernatural. Uh, of course, Greg Berlanti is going to be involved in this as well. Of course. And uh, this is great because it looks like it looks like we're also having a little bit of a crossover with Doom Patrol, seeing that two of the characters are going to be showing up in that show as well. This is weird stuff that's happening on TV. <laughs> it's like... It is uh, very much so. And it's really cool that they're going deep into Vertigo. You know what I yeah. mean? So it gets it's things like this where you're like, OK, Justice League Dark, let's go. Like you keep ordering all these things, but like, let's let's do this. You know what I mean? So exactly. Awesome. You got the you got all these. You got the, the groundwork laid for you. You have mm -hmm. characters that people have already met on your shows and whatnot. So just bring yep. them all together. It's 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 awesome. So, um, yeah, look, look forward to this uh, Sandman spinoff coming to a TV box near you. Uh, let's see what's up next here. Poison Ivy is coming to Batwoman. So the show that I don't watch continues to load up <laughs> the, the bat villains. Uh, I I've tried. I've tried. I really wanted to try because I don't ever put down the CW world, but it's it's kind of grown past me at this point because it's the same thing. Um, I don't know. I all I hope for is a Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn movie. That's that's all I ask for. Yeah, <laughs> I I just yeah, I just don't care. You know what I mean? It's just so like meh that it's cool that you got it. You know, they kind of sort of handled her okay in Gotham. Some some of it, some of it yeah. not at all. So it's just like, you know, like you said, unless she shows up in like a, uh, what's her name? Uh, Margot Robbie, you know, uh, with her. <laughs> like, yeah. I really just don't care. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, she will be played by Bridget Reagan, uh, who was also on Agent Carter. So... Little dibble dabble on both sides of the pond here. We'll see how this all turns out. Uh, right. But I want to see like a poison ivy in the big screen is what we need, and not Uma Thurman, but grand CGI plants and all that stuff. I think would be a really amazing thing to see in a Batman movie of some sort. So fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Uh, and then last up, we have the date for the release of the Injustice animated movie. I can't wait for that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's just. Oh, that's going to be so exciting. That one. I, well, yeah, obviously, if they handle it right, it's going to be very exciting. But I have a, a decent enough feeling that we're going to be in for a good time. So. Yeah, absolutely. So that's hitting October 19th. Darn right. Uh, let's jump over to that galaxy far, far away. Um, we have a announcement of Lego Battles will be coming to Apple Arcade. Now, this game, I believe, was had a much broader release uh schedule but it looks like it's falling back and it's i think they shut down the studio or something but they didn't want to scrap the game so it's coming to apple arcade <laughs> okay but this seems really amazing because it's like command and conquer star wars lego yeah so I, uh, oh, I just want to you play remember this that and... <laughs> one game that was command and conquer star wars uh, um Re rebellion or imperial <sighs> assault what was that game called yeah, yeah, no, it, I know it's it for mean. consoles, I believe, uh, or maybe it was mobile. But I remember, I remember playing it. Actually, I remember playing it on my PC. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's not PC. As as, yeah, it's not as good as you know, Command and Conquer. But yeah, this is this is interesting. Um, I have an Apple TV, so I do have the ability to play it. 
Um, so I might re-up my membership to, you know, because Apple Arcade actually, you you were experienced it when I first got it, yeah. uh, has a lot of cool games, <laughs> shockingly. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see what this would be like. And uh, you get to use, you know, a regular console controller for Apple Arcade. So it's, it's pretty cool. There's a couple games maybe you're thinking of. One was Star Wars Commander. That was for mm. iOS, Windows, and Android for, in 2014. Okay. Back in the day, there, the game was called Force Commander. Okay. That came out in 2000 for PC. I believe only PC. Yeah, um, maybe that was the one. Yeah, or Empire at War. I think I think it's Force Commander. Or maybe you're thinking of the newer one. That maybe Was that shut down? I want to play that game now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mobile <laughs> RTS Star Wars game. Let's check right. it out. Yeah. Um, Next up, we got our first trailer uh, for the Halloween special, the, the Lego Halloween special. This is all Lego Star Wars centric today. Uh, but that cute uh, holiday special is coming to Disney Plus. Uh, the, start, the Christmas, the Life Day, whatever one you want to call last year was fun. And I'm looking forward to this because it's little spooky tales from that galaxy far, far away. I love a good spooky tale. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with all the antics of Legos. Exactly. So. All right, let's uh, let's jump to our first commercial, and then we'll be back with some comic talk. Do you remember Conan or Nintendo, Chris? Yeah. Oh my gosh, what about Earthworm Jim for the Nintendo 64? One of my favorites. Don't you wish you had it? I do. I really do sometimes. Okay, but what about some of those old games that you had, and you're maybe just kind of looking to clean out your collection and make a little cash? Would I be able to trade them for anything? Well, I've got the answer for you. Ridley's Gaming Realm is your one-stop shop for great gaming discussion, as well as the place for retro buying, selling, and trading without the fees and dramas of the other selling sites. Really? No drama? <laughs> well, you know, we try to avoid the drama huh. there. So they pride themselves on having over a year of zero reported scams. You can find them on Facebook, just search Ridley's Gaming Realm. That's Ridley's, R-I-D-L-E-Y-S. Or click on the link in the show description. Is that Ridley, like, from Metroid? <laughs> and uh, make sure to tell them that D-Fat sent you. D-Fat Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. We are back from commercials, and it's time to talk about comic books. So we have a brand new upcoming crossover in the Marvel Universe. Uh... It's going to be happening on the streets of New York, of course. Uh, it's going to be called Devil's Reign. The Kingpin has declared war on all of your favorite heroes, Daredevil, Electra, Captain America, Iron Man, Spider-Man, and the Fantastic Four. They're all going to have to face down Mayor Fisk in this new upcoming tale of, of City War. <laughs> that sounds great. Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I read that description and I was like, this seems like an appropriate thing. And you know what? 
I like this. Like, it doesn't have to be some world ending event. Like, I'm more than happy just giving me like a straight up good story. You know, Shadowlands that touched everybody and it was just cool. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. So maybe maybe you just need Daredevil. I guess that's the key to this entire situation. <laughs> Honestly, you and I have always been like street level character you know fans spider-man is a street level character fan who can oh, go yeah. much higher up you know what i mean yeah. so it's like i've always appreciated more of that storytelling because it is more realistic uh heroes or more ones you can relate to or it's more martial arts based or anything like that so yeah i've always enjoyed that kind of storytelling more and this is something that would always kind of maybe get me to read you know at least this crossover in the books um because i'll dibble and dabble with daredevil a lot when it when it comes to me reading marvel depending on who's writing it yeah um so this crossover is by chip sadarsky and marco chetto and the funny thing is it looks like um wilson fisk has control of thunderbolts so the battle for new york will begin sounds like fun um next up marvel news there's a brand new huge crossover coming up um of there is <laughs> it's going to be eight new tentpole titles, uh, and it's Marvel Studio style. It's been presented, okay. so they dropped this um, this timeline on us, and it looks like it does have to. Everything's going to have to do with Kane because it, I believe Kane had just come back, um, and so what it's doing is we're dropping these different points on this timeline, and it's it's called timeless. So we have Devil's Reign, which we just discussed, Avengers Forever. Um, X lives of Wolverine, X deaths mm -hmm. of Wolverine, <laughs> She Hulk, Fantastic Four Reckoning War, and okay. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. So oh, <laughs> okay, okay, very interesting titles here, uh, spread out through February of 2022. Uh, so we'll look forward to that starting, I believe it starts this December. Uh, with with Devil's Reign and and the other one I know I I've mentioned so we'll see we'll see what uh, multiversal adventures are are in store for us. I love a good multiversal adventure, Chris. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah, <laughs> and can't wait. Yeah, I I'm actually kind of like, what is this reckoning war with Fantastic Four? <laughs> so <laughs> let's let's be checking that out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with uh, with the Cowboy Bebop show coming soon on netflix why not have a uh companion comic shop um comic series to go along with it so look forward to that and that's scheduled to come out in december uh from titan comics and the four issue series will be written by dan waters and drawn by lamar Mutherin. the art looks good you know i'm still making my way through the series so i'm not like excited to read the comic but i'm also you know, once I get through it, I like those characters already yeah. and I'm not even through it. So that's pretty cool. You should be ready by December. Make that that's, your goal. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> I got like 13 hours, so I really should. <laughs> uh, last up, a couple of things about Berserk. Uh, mm -hmm. We do have news that there will be an ex exhibition of the final work from Kentaro Mira. Uh, this looks like Let's see, the official Twitter account, uh, which will celebrate the work, revealed that an art book will be sold that features unseen work by by him, as well as a new interview, which will seemingly 
seen Bittersweet at this point. Uh, so look forward to that. That'll be $35. The official title, The Great Berserk Expedition, Kataro Mira, 32 Years of Artistry. So look forward to that. Uh, also, for anybody who's wondering when the manga will end, it looks like they're going to stop it at chapter 364. I just saw that. Yeah, that's that's cool. I mean, typical for manga because they're always just so out of control. <laughs> yeah, actually, I just got I just got what chapter. I just got the eighth deluxe book in the mail the other day, so I think there's still nine is planned and I don't know after that. So I know that they're working their best to kind of wrap up what he had and then decide if they're going to have somebody else finish it based on what he had or who knows the f- what the future holds for berserk sweet yeah so let's uh let's jump over to crowd sorcery yeah i you take this one I first will. just because this is crazy <laughs> it is it's very exciting uh we have the witcher ronin it's yeah. a hard copy of the collector's edition manga, which will be coming from CD Projekt Red, uh, an original comic set in an ancient Japanese-inspired world where monster slayer Geralt travels the mythical lady of snow, Yuka Anna. So I found this this morning. The lowest tier is 42 bucks for the book. Very tempting. Uh, I love How that. How many pages is it? I mean, like... um, good question. I don't know. Okay. I should read more about the campaign as this button says. <laughs> what does that button tell you? <laughs> right, hundred around a hundred full cha- uh, full pages, full color pages. Okay, which is interesting because gotcha. it's a manga. So that's actually a little bit different. I wonder. Yeah, if that's read, not bad. Read backwards and have color. So we'll see. Uh, that right now has nineteen days to go as of today, September seventh. So if you're into that, we'll leave a. Um, a link in the show notes sweet and um also very sweet uh maybe slightly biased because of it uh in fairy sweetest yeah in fairy issues one and two the kickstarter launches on 9 15 um we'll be doing a live show 9 14 at night around 7 30 p.m on facebook and yeah, I mean, you know, the continuing adventures of three Quantico students and their professor as they hunt down mythological creatures across the globe. Um, we've got amazing art. We've got a lot of good tiers with it. You get some trading cards. You get some T-shirts. Uh, we have this variant cover, which is just bonkers. The variant comic is you're going to love it when I show it to Can't you. It's, it's really cool. So anyway, and Fairy um, got picked up by Second Sight Publishing, uh, which will be dropping in 2022. So, Woo. you know, this Kickstarter will be exclusive just now. And then, you know, when it comes out next year, there'll be a whole new cover and everything else. So consider yourselves one of the first, especially if you're a collector like we are who back Kickstarters as well as go and buy physical issues in comic stores. Hell yeah. My dudes, yeah, you my know dudes rocking, rocking the indie comic world. That's right. That's it. That's it. Can't wait. Back it. I'll be back in it. We'll, uh, we'll have more on this as it launches. So everybody out there listening, 9.15, be there. And not That's the it. time. That's it. <laughs> um, so let's go into some TV news. Uh, Old Guard 2. So 
pretty much knew that we were going to be getting uh, another edition uh, after we got a. Wait a second. This has got to be a movie news. This is movie news. Is it? Okay. Yep. Sorry. Let's let's keep Doesn't talking. About, let's keep talking about it anyhow. We're going to keep talking about it. Basically, Greg Rucka's comic book starred Charlie's Theron. We're just getting another sequel. So what I like about this is there's actually a, a new series going on right now. Uh, that's yep. been released. It's yep. called Tales Through Time. I've been picking it up. What I like about this, it's not just Rucka. It has Bendis, yep. the Conic, Fraction, Ayala, Aaron, Aaron Walker, yeah. Yeah. and this great, uh, all these great artists. So each issue has a uh, revolving creative team, and it takes steps through time. There was like one in Fuel Japan, uh, Roman Time, I think. So all of these immortal characters uh, that you met, if you read you know, the comic the first time or um, not these characters, but, you know, and watch the movie and got into it. Now you can learn more about these these immortals. And hopefully some of this stuff gets carried over to the next movie. Perhaps. I don't know. Maybe we'll meet characters that we didn't know. But exciting. Um, I, I'm really pumped, actually. This is I didn't realize Bendis had written a third issue. This is because it's his Dark Horse. And this mm -hmm. is one of the I guess maybe one of his first things that he's doing for Dark Horse. So, yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty rad um and then we have acme night this is interesting so basically cartoon network is doing a like a warner brothers like mix of things so not only we get to see some movies like shazam man of steel ninja turtles blah, blah blah you also get to see some tv shows um including gremlins uh aquaman king of atlantis which will be a three-part miniseries um there's the cape crusader that new batman show and then i think we talked about it unicorn warriors immortal which is the new jendy tartar Jankowski yeah. show which just sounds just amazing and i cannot <laughs> wait to see this thing it's so weird and i i'm very pumped so yeah acme night is dropping um I just got out of the article. It's dropping on what date? Soon. Coming. September 19th. I think it's... September 19th. Yeah, you're right. 6 p.m. So if you are a Cartoon Network person, there you go. Hopefully, everything else comes to HBO Max because I don't have cable. So... Yeah, no, absolutely. It looks like all of these shows were set to premiere there, but it won't. It seems the streaming service won't make them available until 2022. So it looks like it's a little, it's a little exclusive to their own thing. You get it. You know, you just have to find ulterior ways of doing it. But um, what about this Harry Potter Wizarding World competition event series? <laughs> Dude, I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, but Quiz that's show? the thing, right? Are you on like, it? Are you are you applying to be on it? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. They haven't yet milked you know that harry potter franchise nearly enough so um good that they're doing this so let's talk about uh not that let's go on to wheel of time did you watch the trailer i did not okay so it's a new fantasy series it's the robert jordan i think there's 12 or 13 books i know he passed 14. away and 14 geez and his son had to take over but i liked the trailer I didn't yeah. love it until the end, but all of my friends who read it were like just freaking out saying it was amazing. So cool. for all of you who, you know, are fans of the series, um, great. That's awesome. You know what I mean? And, and hopefully this checks off your boxes because it sounds to me like from, like I said, other people I know, they're really excited about it. Yeah, I just 
since I have no context, I don't want to watch mm-hmm. the trailer. And I'm not going to read the books because I've had the first three books for years and I've never read them. Um, so I'll just watch the show and enjoy it as it comes, I think. Yeah. Good. That's it. No, no bias to the books. No, oh, they didn't do this. That's what I kind of want to have here because it is such an epic series, I guess. And they will cut stuff, I'm sure. <laughs> so, right. Right. Exactly. Sometimes it's better. Sometimes it's better. Exactly. Um, okay. So moving on, we have uh, Rick and Morty. They just did a little teaser uh, with. Um, Christopher Lloyd, which obviously that's who Rick's based off of. And then Morty was played by that kid who was in it. Uh, right. I, I, don't, I don't know what his, I don't know what that kid's name is. He's a good actor. It's not Michael Cera. So not Michael Cera, but yeah, that kid who's in it. Um, the main kid. So anyway, it was just a little thing. Just I think, you know, for the fans, mm-hmm. does it mean that we might get something else? Uh like live action, like maybe like a full 15 minutes or something? I don't know. We'll see. More of those little clips would be fun. Yeah. I'm sure if you got them on set, you didn't just do that. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, stay tuned for more of that. All right. Marvel. Sorry. Movie. Movie news. Movie news. Another Expendables is coming. Uh, why not? I guess. <laughs> Expendables 4. We've got confirmed Stallone, Statham, Lundgren, as well as Randy Couture, Megan Fox, Tony Jaa, Curtis Jackson are all coming to it. They start production in October. Did you watch these? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're action-packed movies. Yeah. Lots of, with all your favorite action stars. I mean, growing up, if, if you're a fan of those movies through the 80s and 90s, and you can't appreciate something like this, well, it's not for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if Snipes is good. Well, they didn't say he's back, but, you know, yeah, we'll see. that would be gr- that would be great. I mean, as long as he's not evading taxes. Right. Um, <laughs> right. We also have uh, the Rocketeer is coming to Disney Plus. Um, we're supposed to be getting uh, David. Um, I'm going to screw it up. Oyelowo is producing, <laughs> I guess. Sorry, right. I can't. <laughs> I'm just last name. So the th- the thing that I really like about this is that it's supposed to focus around um, a retired Tuskegee Air- Airman who takes on the Rocketeer mantle. Very smart idea, in my opinion. And, you know, we're fans of that character. So it would be very interesting to see uh, what that ends up being like. Yeah, was it Joe Johnson who did the first movie? Right. Yeah, it was same same director who did the first Captain America movie. So I loved that first movie and I love the idea of this new movie with the new character. Um, and I I have been asking for a Rocketeer movie at least every every Christmas. Pretty much. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Begging Chris by <laughs> Santa for it. I mean, yep. Come on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I think that Disney Plus is the right place to put it. And just keep expanding your streaming service with these great titles that you you don't want to put in the theater or spend that much money on. And exactly, that's the thing, right? It's like it won't fail, you know. It it won't fail, um, unless it sucks. So, but yeah, right, unless right, it's just exactly. really horrible writing. But I can uh, write that off for seven bucks a month if it's exactly, sucks. exactly. <laughs> and then finally, in movie news, we got our trailer for Red Notice. This is the Ryan Reynolds, The Rock, and Gal Gadot kind of like spy thriller movie. I'll be honest with you. I watched like 
30 seconds of the trailer, it was literally what I thought it was going to be. And I was like, I'm already in. So I don't need to see any more of this. <laughs> I am so tired of trailers because they tell the whole damn movie. I forget what what trailer it was when before Shang-Chi yesterday. I was just it's like, what the there was heck? like 30 trailers, dude. I, I, I clocked it. It was a full 30 minutes of trailers. Every trailer t- tells the entire movie. Now, these days, all uh, everything. It was like, like I watched the Suicide, uh, Suicide Squad was the last one I really watched trailers for, um, mm-hmm. and because I was so excited for it. But then when you go watch the movie, all of that shit are like the high points. So they're putting yeah. all the high points in trailers now, <laughs> and it's just like, okay, that joke was funny. It's still haha, but I laughed at it twenty times on TV already. So right, that's why I don't <sighs> watch them. Yeah, so I can't just, do it, man. They they just want people in the theater like here. This is what's going to happen. So please pay for the ticket. <laughs> yeah. Can't do it anymore. So uh, um, anyway, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back and uh, we'll talk more. Need more context on your favorite movie? Is Obama. Obama. As okay, Senator Obama. Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is perfect this is quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. Hey, come take a seat at the campfire. You're not the only one who joins. I've got friends that come over sometimes, too. We talk about a ton of interesting things from geek culture. Then we cover some conspiracies or philosophical thoughts or monsters. You know, we talked about Bigfoot in one episode. It's a lot of fun, so come join me at the Campfire Chats, a DFAT entertainment podcast hosted on Spotify and other fine places you find podcasts. We are back, and let's talk some video games. First up, uh, just I'm sorry, not just video games, gaming. Now that yeah. we... Uh, we have, are in a full RPG world out there with uh, the popularity during COVID. Uh, but it seems like every day there's a new RPG coming out. Yeah, uh, I think so. Right? <laughs> Based on all of our favorite licenses from Aliens to Terminator and now G.I. Joe. Um, Renegade Renegade Studios is the name. Um, yep. Game Studios. And so they're going to be dropping this. You can create your own unique G.I. Joe character. Uh, you get the full rule book for running your own G.I. Joe role-playing game. Uh, let's see, what else? 304 pages in this uh, in this source book. That's pretty good. That's not, that's not too bad, though, right? How big was... What was that huge one that you had bought? Terminator? Uh, Terminator is a, a big one. Yeah, Aliens is probably, like, the biggest. I think that that's one's the 400. I, I didn't buy it yet. Okay. Because um, you're the only person I'd play it with, probably. So... Right. Um, you know, Renegade's been doing good stuff. They do have a deck building game for a GI Joe. So like, it's not outside of their realm. Um, so they do kids on bikes, which I've tried out, which is really fun. So yeah, I'm excited to see, you know, they've got the other Hasbro stuff, the Transformers and Power Rangers. So this is just makes sense. Then you can do one big Hasbro crossover. with your That would be my cinematic dream for sure. Well, I mean, if they're going to put all these, if you're going to make rule books based on all these different licenses, but they're all from Hasbro, you might as well make the rules the same so they can cross over. Wouldn't that be kind of fun? Yep. Power Rangers, G.I. Joe, good times. Um, next up in actual video game news, virtual console for the uh, for the Switch. There's a rumor, 
and this has been rumored for a while, but this is again in the news that Game Boy and Game Boy Color games may be coming soon. Now, this is a no-brainer for me uh, that this would happen. It doesn't seem like it'd be that hard for them to do it. The the issue also is that there's a lot of games on that that I want to play. Uh, I'm trying to do this Metroid playthrough, and the only way you can play Metroid 2 is either on that or the remake, which is on 3D. I, I think the 3DS or whatever. Uh, so I can't play that either. Uh, on I have a Wii U. I have a Switch. I can only play a certain one. So Nintendo, just release a Metroid pack, please, and also <laughs> give us all these Game Boy games on our virtual console. <laughs> It's uh yeah, it I literally have no idea why they wouldn't be able to do it. Um I have one more piece of gaming news that just dropped. Um so I wanted to say that, which is Alan Wake remastered is dropping um this fall. I've never played it and I have heard from many a people that there's like it's one of the best, like period end of all time like just one of the best games ever so it is uh dropping on all of the systems as well except for maybe not switch but it's definitely ps4 ps5 xbox all that so um and pc so uh this is the time you know what i mean like i've wanted to see it for a really long time and and now it's dropping yeah i saw that as well and that's that's really cool uh i I also have never played those games but because it was an xbox game that's why yeah yeah exactly Exactly. So look forward to that. Um, do you know when that comes out? Uh, it just says this, this fall. fall. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry, Chris, what time is it, though? <gasps> it's time for the Pursuit of Plastic. All right, action figure enthusiasts and toy hunters out there, it's time for the Pursuit of Plastic. First up today, McFarlane. He's always in the news for us. Uh, He revealed his first New York Comic Con exclusive, which is based on his year two comic that he did with DC for Batman. So this figure, I I woke up at 6 a.m. the other morning to try to get the signed edition. I missed it because of link issues, as usual. But I did get the regular version. Uh, That is also sold at this point. They were both offered on Target, but I'm sure they'll be offered in, in probably in limited edition in stores and also at the show so if you missed it look forward to it it's got it it's a long box like as if it's a vehicle but it's only because yeah. of his cape is so long yeah and you know how how mcfarland draws like spawn capes and and the batman cape and it's uh, a nice touch for that figure i think he just probably was like oh i already drew this cape uh spawn you can have this cape too <laughs> <laughs> but whatever that works for me hey me too me too uh, and then also today, we got our first look at the Princess Bride figures. We did talk about the, the that it was announced previously, but we got to look at them. They look great. Um, and then pre-order is coming next week. Yeah, they they really do. So that's pretty awesome as well. He's obviously he's at the top of his game right now. He is. He, 30, he, 30 years in or 20 years in. Oh, 30 right? probably, right? I, honestly, man, he brought us into this world of collecting. <laughs> and... <laughs> He molded and, us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Guided us. Exactly. He made us who we are today. Uh, so <laughs> taught us the what real collecting is. Not, so, not George Lucas. It was Todd McFarlane. <laughs> right. George Lucas taught us how to buy action figures. Yeah. And, get, and 
and and love them about every property that we ever <laughs> loved. Represent with your 3D art. Just wait till he gets Star Wars, you know? Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine. I'd have to probably just stop at that point. <laughs> uh, next up, we have another HasLab uh, campaign out there for you Transformers fans. Uh, Victory Saber is coming. And I'm not really... I'm not really too keen on, I'm not keen, but not really too sure who this is um, because I'm not a huge Transformers fan, but Victory Saber includes the following one inch Brain of Courage, Brain Master figure, five inch Autobot Saber figure, 8.5 inch V-Star Jet, 7.5 inch Victory Leo figure, and a Sword of Justice accessory. It says if you're unfamiliar, which I am, he's a supreme Autobot leader in the anime fight super robot life from Transformers Victory. <laughs> so this is like a deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which, you know, whatever. Sure. Cool. <laughs> yeah, this is like straight from Japan Transformer figure right here. Yeah. I mean, hey, and if this is your thing, mm-hmm. you know, like that's fine. It's a lot cheaper than their normal HasLab uh entries and maybe that's why it's already halfway at its target and what did it drop today or something recently yeah yeah so recently. you know very cool i wish um i wish like <laughs> some of the other stuff was more decently priced <laughs> i wish i it's hard man because it's like you see that galactus and it is a chunk but it's also like with the silver surfer and the different heads. And it's just like, I kicked myself every, every single day I wake up and I kicked myself because I didn't get that, uh, Java's sail barge. That's thing. You yeah. Know? Oh man. Even what it was, what was the most recent thing too? Um, razor the, the razor crest. That was amazing. Just yeah. Unicron. They're just so expensive. They are. And but if, then if, they're worth it. Like if you were to flip that even opened, whoo, Jeez! <laughs> if you can put how, up the upfront, yeah. How much do you think that Rancor is going to be? Four hundred, like Galactus? No, oh, yeah. yeah, probably like that, right? I yeah. would imagine we better get a Rancor Keeper. Yep. We better get an Ula. We better get well, all these. You probably figures. get a cage. You know what I mean? We'll probably have chains. That you know, they know. They know. They do. <laughs> they do. Anyway. Um, waking up this morning was an interesting surprise in my social media feed, but yeah. Yeah. Looks like Ninja Turtles are crossing over once again with another property. And I would never have guessed Cobra Kai, even though I should have probably guessed that. But uh, interesting enough here that these two packs are going to be hitting us uh, from Playmate Toys. Yeah, this is uh, something I would never buy, um, but <laughs> it exists and it's very weird and good Good for them. You know, uh, someone's out there picking them up right now and laughing and good whatever exactly. i embrace the weirdness i guess that's Ex- all that matters exactly if, if if you want that stuff and you're cobra kai fan there's not that much stuff out there for that level of right so exactly this is a good way to do it yeah. um speaking of ninja turtles NECA has been doing a great job with all of their ninja turtle license amazing figures out there but next up is yusagi ujimbo uh and that that will be probably a buy for me if i can find it yeah, hopefully it's not. Well, here's the thing. And, you know, we've been long time NECA collectors is that even if you don't get it under first wraps, usually you're going to get it again in a two pack. 
in a three pack. You know what I mean? They do at least do something like that. So yeah, it might be a little bit hard to get, but I think you'll be okay and end up finding it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, next up, the Nacelle Company. What an amazing idea here that these are the people that put out the toy, the toys that made us, right? Yep. The company behind that. Uh, yep. Movies that made us. If you guys haven't watched those shows on Netflix, go now. Uh, check it out. But they recently acquired the Silverhawks license, and they're, yeah. uh, they're going to be making that show. Now we're going to be looking at a Power Lords um, series coming really soon. Um, and they're bringing back another vintage property for who knows what. It's going to be a ton <laughs> of stuff from collectibles, a new show. Who knows, man? But I think that this this is this is awesome. Uh, what is old is new again. Well, here's the thing, though. In that article that you released, Four Horsemen took them on and failed to resurrect this license. Um, the Kickstarter went below goal. I remember that. That's right. Four, if Four Horsemen can't do it, the only thing that I could say differently is that maybe these guys will do it at a much lower uh, price point. You know what I mean? And maybe yeah. that will help. But like, I don't even know what the hell these people are personally. So cool for you who know. But like, eh, I, I don't know. I don't know. This, yeah. I, I think the scope has changed in the last six, seven years as well, as far as collecting and, and what people want to bring back. So I I think this will do better than it probably did then, um, mm-hmm. especially with with things like Silverhawks coming back and and now Motu back in the in the headlines and people are just all ramped up about redoing vintage stuff. Uh, so fingers crossed. I I think this is ambitious, but like you said, if Four Horsemen couldn't do it, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Bring me back mask toys, dude. Like talk to me of what I really want. I think I think has <laughs> I think you need to talk about Hasbro with that. I know. I know. Uh, but speaking of Four Horsemen. Uh, prepare to be broke because yeah, Cosmic Legions was teased by the greatest toy makers of all time. Recently, <laughs> uh, they've been doing Mythic Legions. Uh, what a wonderful, wonderful uh, line of for a while, cards. right? Ten years, very long time. I mean, it's, it's been it's been a long time. Yeah, I mean, I was in New York when I got that first Kickstarter. Uh, yeah, I remember. And they they've done second one. They've done multiple lines since then. So it's a very mm-hmm. ambitious line. A lot of great figures, very highly collectible, uh, yeah. and they're and they're it's their own IP. So now they're going, they're taking it to space. Uh, so we've gotten some really neat teases this week. And September tenth, <clears throat> excuse me, September tenth, three days, we'll get the full reveal of this, and when you get your collective hands on the Four Horsemen's latest series of action figures. Yeah, I am so pumped and i don't even know how to you know properly contain my excitement for this and tell my wife that we're going to be missing a lot of money in the next couple months because <laughs> it's just you know if you're a four horseman fan the last couple months have hit you hard with the game and then you know the kickstarter for the toys plus the game and now this it's uh it's hard bro what I do like, though, is most of the time when they release a wave, that wave is at most $300 for all the figures, two dollars $300. So for somebody who stopped collecting high-quality toys, hot toys, and stuff like that, 
I used to drop it, that money on one toy. Right. It for this, uh, it's 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 a balance, and you and I are, are yeah. collectors, so we 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 understand that. And I think that the four horsemen do a good job spreading their stuff out. Uh, yes, it's it's very like let's let's go let's go, but they do give you some breathing time between their stuff because they do want you to buy buy everything if you can. So yeah, I I you know. Also, these these interchange pieces, which is an amazing yeah. thing, too, which, you know, these days, as far as collectability, customization and things like that. Hey, that if you're really into photography, that's that's where it's at. Just building neat characters and, and stuff like that. Right. And plus, you know, in the world of 3D printers, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people exclusively make money off of Four Horsemen. And in the Mythic Legions line with new head sculpts and weapons, et cetera, like now you're going to open that up and include space, you know, and then potentially I can take these weapons and throw them on Boba Fett and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, God, (laughs) oh, God, (laughs) can I make my own line of um, what's their my favorite Omega Men? (laughs) All right. Is this happening? (laughs) Do I get bashed in Omega Men line? So that's that's where my mind goes to space ghost. Like finally, like I'm gonna, it's gonna be rough, man. <laughs> the real space ghost. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, anywho, where can you find us? We are at little website called defatentertainment.com. Lots of great shows on the Defat Entertainment podcast. Also, check us out on don'tforgettotello.com, the place where it all started. Uh, we've been doing this show 207 episodes since 2015. Yeah. So check us out. Check out the other shows on the Defense Entertainment Network. Exactly, exactly. So uh, thanks, everyone, for sticking with us for 207 episodes. Uh, we appreciate everyone coming in. Uh, we left the link in there for the Kickstarter campaigns, as we always do. Like I said, in Ferry, we'll be dropping on the 15th. So please be one of the first people to pledge. See another DFAT Comics release come to life. And uh, this is Casey saying, go read some more comics. And this is Chris saying, don't forget a towel. Amen.